This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Carl Higby is an author. He is a former Navy SEAL and now the host of Carl Higby Frontline over on Newsmax TV. I've got him on at the bottom of the hour, so make sure you stick around for that. Great guy. Just got to know him a little bit today. I had not talked to him before, but certainly have watched his career, and I think the guy's great. Uh, get over there and check out his program called Frontline. I'm going to be on there at some point, uh, but it was really great to catch up with him today. We talk about a lot of this trans garbage, a lot of the stuff that's being, that's being forced down our throats. I've never, ever in my life had anybody like we see today try to make me understand, accept, and love and hold up on high their sexual preferences or desires. I've never, ever had that. It's very strange, and I think that we've rolled over for it for too long, and I think enough is enough. Going to talk about Tucker Carlson this hour. Fox has sent him and his lawyers a cease and desist letter. I guess he's doing way too well by doing his uh, Tucker Carlson on Twitter, or Tucker on Twitter, and they're trying to make him stop on a Monday. Got to break that down. Let's go. Motown Monday. Junior Walker and his song called Shotgun from 1965. Junior Walker and his All-Stars. He is the saxophone player on this. I guess he probably yells Shotgun here, too. Everybody. Come on, everybody. Come here. Go. I don't know what he says here. I don't know. Sam's here. Polo's here. Carrie is off. Doesn't care about the people, which he does. Interesting times in which we live. And again, growing up, there was, you wanted to watch something on television. You went and watched something on television. It was actually rather easy. You put on one of the three networks. There were four. We had uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, and then you had PBS, which is where you watched the Sesame Street or Electric Company or whatever, or Mr. Rogers. That's it. You just had the main three. And generally speaking, this is interesting, two was CBS, seven was ABC, and um, I believe NBC was was four. That's what it was in, in all the major cities. And when they started branching out to smaller cities, they did the same thing. Again, two was CBS, four was NBC, and seven, generally speaking, was ABC. They still are in like New York and LA, I believe. But now you've got 18,000 different... Uh, I turn on... I'll, I'll give you a little insight. If you're watching, I don't know if you can see the big monitor in front of me. I've got a big, giant... 65-inch monitor in front of me, or actually it's 55, and I'm looking at it. I can see my call screener. I see the songs that I'm playing. I can see some of the, our sponsors that are on there. I have that in front of me, so I don't have to look to the side off camera while I'm doing it. On that TV, because it's a smart TV, there are, I think, 1,300 TV stations that I can watch. And I don't think you'd see in that shot that I'm showing you. You can't. But either way, it's right directly in front of me. Here's a 65-inch behind me. 
that I can right now pick up the remote and put on any number of 2,000 channels. It's such a strange time, which is it's actually great, and it's kind of rough because everybody's got a podcast, everybody's got a VOD, everybody's got you know stuff that they're streaming, and everything else. And I think there's a lot of good content out there that I have no idea about yet. And, and by the way, I think we're doing a lot of good content here that a lot of people watching and listening are just now finding out about. So it's an interesting time. I think it's an exciting time. It's an interesting time, though, because there are thousands and thousands of people and of titles that are available at any given time. So doing what I do has become more difficult because the means by which we broadcast aren't just terrestrial radio anymore. They're not just terrestrial TV anymore. They're not just over-the-air TV anymore. It's done by cables, by fiber optic. It's done by internet. It's done all over the place. Like, I keep talking about the live video stream. We do three hours of this show a day like it's a TV show. We also do three hours a day on radio stations where most of you consume it. If you miss something, you can go back and watch the VOD later, the video on demand. If you missed any interview specifically, you go to Rumble and watch the actual specific video. You want to see the shorts or the reels, you go to Instagram or you go to YouTube. It's all very complicated. But historically, when we had three TV stations, it was easy to tell somebody, I will contract you to do this. But if we were to end the contract or if we decided to not use you anymore, you couldn't go across the street and compete with us directly. That would be unfair. There's something called a non-compete clause that is in a contract for many people who do what I do. Now, I don't think I have a non-compete clause in my contract anymore because I'm a syndicated host. Getting the right to syndicate means I could take this show and put it anywhere I want to put it as long as I do the duties for my initial, my flagship station as required by the contract. And that makes sense. If, if they decided to just take me off the air today, they couldn't stop me from putting my show on wherever I wanted because I had that inherent right to self-syndicate. Tucker Carlson doesn't have that clearly. If he did, there wouldn't be any rigmarole whatsoever about him broadcasting elsewhere. Now, I do believe that he has a non-compete in that he can't compete with another television news network. I don't know how extensive the contract gets as far as him doing stuff online. But Twitter is not any competition for, for Fox News. Anybody watching and listening, I think, would have to agree with me that Twitter is not a, a chief rival or competitor of Fox News. Twitter is a place where you go and you post a little something-something. You want to do a little short video, put a little short video on there. You, you want to do something called Spaces, you can have your voice heard by a bunch of people over on Spaces. But Fox News is pretending that Tucker Carlson somehow breached his contract by showing videos on Twitter. Now, I would think that Twitter or Fox News is mad because Tucker has gotten well over 100 million views so far over on Twitter, whereas he was getting about three, three and a half million people watching a night. By far, the top, the, the top show on the network, and then they got rid of him, and they've got about 1,800 people, or uh, 1.8 million, I should say, watching now. So about half of what they used to have. It might fluctuate day to day. But they lost a huge amount of their audience. But he goes on for 10 minutes over on Twitter, and he's got tens of millions of people watching. I think Fox is probably jealous of that. I understand. I mean, you probably have good reason to. But now, Fox is, is trying to, to make them stop legally. And fired off a cease and desist letter. This is from Just the News. Our friend uh, John Solomon runs this website, as you know. Fox News sends Tucker Carlson cease and desist letter over Twitter show. 
the conservative commentator's lawyer, um, Harmeet Dillon, who I spoke with today, we're trying to get her on the program, also said she will not appear on the Fox News channel until the network stops trying to silence Tucker. Remember, Harmeet ran for the, um, the RNC chair. She should have won. She's a great lawyer. She also has been working with with Carrie Lake out in Arizona, trying to make sure that we've got, everybody has their, their franchise to go and vote. Here's the story is written by Madeline Hubbard, Hubbard over at Just the News. Fox News sent a cease and desist letter Monday to former host T- Tucker Carlson for allegedly breaking his contract with the cable TV news network by launching his own show on Twitter. Carlson's attorneys were informed last week that he breached his contract by launching his show on Twitter, and the latest legal letter was confirmed by Twitter or on Twitter by Harmony Dillon, an attorney representing the commentator. Quote, my friend and client Tucker Carlson will not be silenced by the far left or by Fox News, Dillon uh, tweeted, with a link to the Axios story about Fox's letter to Carlson. Dillon also said she will not appear on Fox until the network stops trying to silence Tucker. Carlson's news show, Tucker on Twitter, surpassed more than 100 million views within less than two days since its launch. Okay? So let's break it down. Do you think... Twitter is competition for Fox News. The lines get very blurred now. I get it. For all the reasons I explained a little while ago. Is it competition, though? Can you sit down in your easy chair in your living room after dinner where you were going to watch Tucker at 8 o'clock Eastern and instead pull up Twitter? Probably not. I mean, you can go through, I guess, a browser app on a smart TV and go to Twitter. I don't think that there's a Twitter app for a TV. I've got plenty of smart TVs that don't. I don't, I don't have Twitter on any of them. So I don't think that's the case. So what is their actual argument? And why continue to, to burn your brand? Here's a brand that since 1996 showed itself to be the alternative to CNN, MSNBC, and the networks that were all leaning left. It showed itself to be a network that it used to at one point had the most trusted news anchor in Shepard Smith. That was rated that he was the most trusted. It was a network that brought Flash back to news. It's also a network that has some major problems behind the scenes. Roger Ailes, on a personal level, is a pretty gross guy. But he built a news network that that flourished. He's now dead. And the network still has an opportunity to keep a lion's share of the conservative viewing base. And for some reason, they get rid of their top guy who didn't do anything wrong as far as I can tell. They didn't fire him for cause because they didn't even fire him. He's still on the books. They're still paying him. They took him off the air for whatever it, listen, you don't want the guy on the air, don't have him on the air. I've had stations drop this show. I've had a lot of other stations waiting in line to pick up the show. That's going to be a personal decision. But if they dropped him, that means they don't want him on the air. Why then can't he go to Twitter and put up a 10-minute video every other day? What exactly is Fox doing? Does Fox think that people like you and me that relied on that network for all these years will now say, well, damn, they gave a cease and desist to Tucker. Let me watch some Fox shows tonight. I don't think they're doing that. In fact, I think people like you and me are going, why would I watch Fox when they're trying to ruin this guy's life? By the way, do you know when they want him off the air till? December 31st, 2024. What happens a month and a half before that, two months before that? Oh, yeah, the election. They're trying to keep Tucker Carlson's voice off the airwaves until after the 2024 election. I kid you not. Now, why would anybody stick with Fox? And again, Sean is my friend, and, and I might pop on Hannity here and there. Other than that, and I like a lot of other people on the network, I don't have time for it. 
Because you're all working for a network that is simply trying to silence an American. Now, this is a First Amendment case, in my opinion, because they're now trying to use the legal system to stop Tucker Carlson from using his voice on Twitter. I mean, if Tucker Carlson tweeted the entirety of what he was going to say in that 10-minute video, does Fox still have the right to shut him up? Cease and desist? Cease and desist my ass. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't see how this is an issue of a non-compete. This is an issue of we own you until 2024, nothing you can do about it. I don't believe that you can own a person. I thought that went out in 1861. So your thoughts about this? This argue, this fight that Fox keeps bringing Tucker Carlson to try to silence the guy for the next year and a half. Are you okay with it? Are you still watching Fox? Or are news stories like this every day driving you to say, I can't watch that network anymore if they're going to treat a guy this way? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show, talking about Tucker Carlson. I had some guy trying to argue with me that this isn't a First Amendment issue. It really is. The reason it is, is Fox News is trying to use a, a government department, the judicial system, to stop him from using his First Amendment like he's allowed to use. Now, if there is something in his contract, let me make this clear. If in his contract it says he may not go on any other platform online, period, with video. It's got to say any other video platform... Twitter is not a video platform. It's a platform where you go and write a little something. Can you put video? Sure. That was not the main basis of why it was created. It's not the main basis of why people use it now. But I would actually have to think it has to go as far as to say, you may not go to Twitter and post video. Now, keep in mind, Tucker Carlson has been posting video on Twitter for all the time he was on at Fox. All of a sudden, he's not allowed to. That doesn't make any sense either. But it is a matter of trying to use government force, the weight of government or the judicial system to stop him from posting something on Twitter, again, if it says in his contract he's not allowed to, then Fox is right. If it doesn't say that specifically, then Fox is wrong. I think they need to back off. I hope we have Harmeet on. I did talk with her earlier today, and I hope to have her on to talk about this further. Generally speaking, the First Amendment does apply to the government stopping you from freely exercising your First Amendment. I get it. But when you're using the force of government to try to stop somebody legally from going on Twitter and posting a video, I think they are trying to squelch his First Amendment. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Superbeats. Superbeats are awesome. Superbeats Heart Chews are an easy, convenient way to support healthy blood pressure, and they promote heart-healthy energy. Pair with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone, and with over 30,000 five-star reviews and counting, Superbeats Heart Chews are having their moment. People really love these, and I want you to go and get them too. I like them as well. These are great supplements. They don't taste like a supplement, don't taste medicine-y. It's like you're giving yourself some candy or a nice treat every day. And I want you to go and check it out, okay? Effective and clinically studied, Superbeats is the number one pharmacist recommended beet brand for cardiovascular health support and blood pressure support you can trust. Double your potential with Superbeats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews and 15% off your first order by going to getsuperbeats.com. 
GetSuperBeats.com. Use promo code PAGS. That's GetSuperBeats.com. Code is PAGS. GetSuperBeats.com. Code is PAGS. Save money. Get these great heart shoes right now. Make it happen. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Frank, what's going on in Florida? Hi. Hey, Joe. I just want to say that I don't watch Fox News, uh, period. Uh, I watch Fox Business in the morning with Maria Bartiroma. She doesn't toe their line very well either, so I'm, I'm worried about her. I'm worried about Sean. I'm worried about Laura. I'm worried about Levin. I'm worried about Gutfeld. But the bottom line is, uh, you know, we have to send a message to Fox that, uh, uh, you know, it's unacceptable for them to gotten rid of Tucker. And um, if they want to keep on shooting themselves in the foot, just keep on knocking off these people that can actually say what uh, what we know to be true. We agree. I appreciate that. Thank you. Marty, also in Florida. What's happening, Marty? Hi. I'm all right. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that, you know, I think that the social media boom caught us all by surprise. Um, I do believe that Twitter is a more powerful tool than the mainstream media. Like you said, when you opened the show, there was only three channels when we were growing up, four counting PBS. I remember that era. But now with social media and all of the different websites, you can get you can get information almost from anywhere now. Right. However, at the same time, when you got certain people like Tucker Carlson that can pull in a hundred million people, and that and that, that and that wasn't putting his contract with the original station, I, they they they're going they're overstepping their boundaries, and I believe that it, it, it's trying to take away our First Amendment. And I do believe that it's election interference because it's pre- preventing the promotion of valuable information that could help me make an informed decision as to who I should or should not vote for. Very well said, Marty. I think you're right. I think that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to affect the outcome of the election by stopping a voice that is one that's unafraid, a voice that will say what's true, a voice that will counterbalance the ridiculousness over at CNN and MSNBC and even the ridiculousness that's happening on Fox on many shows. I really do believe that they're trying to keep him off the air until after the election because they don't want Trump back in that office. They made that very clear. I was actually surprised that that Hannity was allowed to do a Trump town hall uh, a week or so ago. I was very surprised by that. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to uh, Paul in California. Paul, what's up? Hey, Joe. Hey. What you and Marty were just saying, I agree completely. And also, I think I agree with you that it is a First Amendment issue because uh, Tucker doesn't lose his... First Amendment rights, just because he's a public opinion journalist, right. he still has a right to opine, and uh, Twitter's a free speech platform. Um, yes. And not only that, the other, uh, also, I think with, I think the Murdochs, the Murdoch kids are liberal, so they do want to affect the election. They want to shut up Tucker, and not only that, I think they want to wreck his brand. They, he's an opinion journalist. He has to stay active for his brand. You know, not he's a great person, not as his value as a human, but his value in the marketplace as an opinion journalist. If they can keep him silent or shut him up until after the election, that makes his brand as an opinion journalist stale and worth less in the marketplace. So I think they're trying to wreck him in addition to all the other things. No, Paul, I agree with you. That's exactly what they're trying to do, but it's not working. It's actually working against what they're trying to do. What, what, they're, what they're literally doing is they're giving this guy more views and more audience than he ever would have gotten. Because as much as they try to silence him, people are going to go there and say, well, why are they silencing? What is he saying? What is, what is he talking about that they want him to shut up? And then when they watch it, they're going, well, 
he didn't do anything wrong there. I mean, he, he reported some news. He gave some opinion. He, he, he gave us the straight skinny on something. Why is Fox against us knowing what's really going on? And somebody at Fox, I hope, because it's a once great brand, somebody there needs to say, look, we got to stop. Just let this guy do what he's going to do. Let's go and succeed on our own. We should probably put out a statement saying we wish Tucker Carlson the very best of luck in anything he does. That's what they should do. But instead, they're trying to play tough guy and cease and desist letters and stop the guy from having a voice until after the election. That's It's just a bad look for them. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, Carl Higby when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.